All right, all right, all right, folks. It's Friday, TGIF edition of the show. Night two of the NFL Draft, rounds two and three. Coming on right now from Cleveland on the ESPN family of networks. But right now, you're rocking and rolling with the best, brightest, and baddest here. Number one forum for Alabama football news, in my own words, with yours truly, the hype man of all things Crimson Tide conversation, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, bringing you, in my own words, from the magic city of Birmingham. So excited to have you guys tune into the show on this evening. We're streaming the show on YouTube. Speak of a channel. Go ahead right now. Give a thumbs up on the show. Give us a like on the show. Hit that subscribe button. Turn all of those notifications on so that way you can have the best news, notes, alerts, and material on your favorite program, that being Alabama football. Not only are we streaming this through YouTube, we got you covered on all forms of social media. That includes Twitter and Facebook. So no excuse whatsoever for you not to be locked and loaded onto the number one form here for Bama football talk. Got the man John Ivory in the building, handling the ones and twos, as well as keeping me in line as well. But happy to have John Ivory in here. And you, the fans, we want to hear from you tonight. 205-448-1358. That is the number to call and let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. You got questions, you got comments, you got thoughts, you got vents. Even if you just want to call and cry, we'll welcome that also. 205-448-1358. That is number to let your voice be heard here on the show. As always, people, that daily Super Chat Go, $75 daily Super Chat Go. Appreciate all of you helping us out here with your love, with your donations on the show. But we start things off here, people. First topic of conversation Night one of the NFL Draft was Thursday, and it was incredible. It was amazing. Alabama tied NFL Draft history. It has joined the 2004 Miami Hurricanes, or it joined the 2004 Miami Hurricanes for having the most first-round picks in a single draft setting, single draft venue in the common draft era with six. Alabama got that job done. On Thursday, four of the six guys were taken in the top 15. Coach Saban, this was a huge win for him. He felt like a proud papa last night. He cried a little bit. But this is a huge win for him in terms of recruiting because what this does, it has him going to work. It's got the coaching staff going to work. It's got the recruiting coordinators going to work. And it's got the graphic design team going to work. People keep saying, When is Nick Saban going to slow down? When is it going to be over? When is Alabama finally going to fall off the wagon? Well, right now at 69 years of age, Nick Saban is showing no signs of slowing down, and he gets it done again in the first round of the NFL Draft. As we kind of look at here Saban's credentials at Alabama, he became the head coach in 2007. So he's been doing well in the draft since 2009 as he started to get players here 
in the venue. So since 09, and this is solely at Alabama, Coach Saban has placed 102 student-athletes in the draft. Of those players, 39 first-round picks. So a little bit over a third first-round picks. He's had 15 players taken in the top 10 since 2009, 30 players taken in the top 20 since 2009. I mean, when you look at just the players themselves, since 09, since 2011, excuse me, Bama has had four running backs taken in the first round since 2011, seven wide receivers taken in the first round since 2010, uh, eight defensive backs taken in the first round since 2009, eight offensive linemen taken in the first round, and of course, Tua Tagovailoa and Mac Jones giving Nick Saban two back-to-back First-round quarterbacks in consecutive drafts. So just at Alabama alone, Coach Saban wheeling and dealing. We mentioned this on Wednesday's show. He coached in the NFL for eight years. So he knows the mindset of coaches. He knows the mindset of general managers. He knows the mindset of owners. He knows the mindset of the NFL because he has been around it and Coach Saban continues doing his thing and placing waves of talent from the Crimson Tide into the next level, that being the professional game. But huge night for him going back to you know recruiting. This, this makes him go out here for 22 class, the 2022 class, the 2023 signing classes, and beyond. Uh, I mean, he's going to be able to walk into anybody's living room and go, you want to go pro? You want to get drafted? You want to go over the next level? Then you know what you have to do. Come find yourself in Alabama. And for any 16, 17-year-old kid out there, how do you resist that? How do you turn that down for you being the mother, the father, the uncle, the auntie, the big cousin, the the grandparents of this particular young man? How do you turn that down when you're looking at the face of greatness where in Alabama alone, if you come, you're guaranteed the opportunity to play in the the NFL and you're guaranteed to more than likely be a first-round pick. That is very hard to turn down. That is very hard to resist because Nick Saban has a proven track record, but it was big for him in terms of recruiting. We look at now the players that were selected here in the first round on last night. Jalen Waddle with number six overall to the Miami Dolphins. He got the party started. Then Patrick Sertan II with number nine to the Denver Broncos. After him, Devontae Smith, the Philadelphia Eagles, traded with the Dallas Cowboys to get the 10th overall pick to reunite Smitty with Jalen Hurts. The Eagles did that at number 15 overall, Mac 10, Mac Chisel, Mac Jones goes to the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick. Belichick got Tom Brady 2.0 at number 15 overall, dropping two spots down number 17 overall. This was the guy that shocked the draft. I did not have Alex Leatherwood going first round, as a lot of media people did not have. He was a first rounder up until the Senior Bowl, had some struggles there at the exhibition, going up against some of the more marquee pass rushers. But I guess the coaches had more value on him than the media did. He went 17 to the Las Vegas, the Raiders, the silver and black. Even last but not least, Najee Harris went. Number 24 overall, the first running back off the board to the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
to that AFC North right there. So all six of those guys, first-rounders, four of those six guys going in the top 15 here of the draft. So this is big here, as I mentioned, for uh, Coach Saban to where, you know, he, he, he's not slowing down. He's not showing any signs of stopping. And when you discuss, you know, the guys that came in the 2020 recruiting class, they're like, we want that. The guys that came in the 2019 recruiting class, they're like, we want that. The guys that came in the 2021 class, the um, best class that Saban has put together on paper, according to just every recruiting site, regardless of the metrics, those guys are like, they're going, we want that and you look at the 2022 class 2023 2024 and beyond all of these signing classes are saying Nick Saban we want to be next we want to be next going in the first round of the draft venue so after the LSU Tigers put five guys in the first round in the 2020 venue Nick Saban snatching the game back, putting six there in the first round on last night, tying the Miami Hurricanes. Now, it could have been seven, and it should have been seven to go in here. Of course, the negative reports came out about Christian Barmore and him being resistant to coaching. Never heard that a day in my life. There were other people saying, well, Barmore takes plays off. He's not all the times consistent. I didn't see that. At all, you know, during his time, of course, his technique is a bit raw, but that can be developed, that can be coached up, that can be improved. But you're looking at a brother that in the last two years, we're talking 10 sacks, 15 and a half tackles for loss, 11 quarterback hurries. How, how do you let that slip away from you out of the first round? Whoever picks him tonight, Barmore is going to have a huge chip on his shoulder because he's going to hit this pro, he's going to hit the pros with something to prove. And then you had Landon Dickerson, I thought could maybe possibly sneak into that first round. That didn't happen. You had the two anonymous NFL draft scouts ripping Dickerson. But once again, whoever takes LD in the second round, this young man's going to be ready to show up, show out, perform on a daily basis. He's going to be just a uh, just an exceptional player in the locker room, just a great individual all around, whomever picks him up. But Coach Saban, big night for him on Thursday in recruiting, big night for the Crimson Tide, tying the 2004 Miami Hurricanes, getting six in the first round. Proud of these young men as they became instant multi-millionaires coming from the Crimson Tide. But we take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial. We're just getting started. Upon our return, we get into your phone calls, your tweets, your thoughts, your chats. We get into a conversation with you, the Bamination, right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Wit Will Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WitWillSports.com and get your title towel today. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes.com. 
click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. We are back into the action here, folks, on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Night two of the NFL Draft, rounds two and three, taking place right now on the ESPN family of networks. Keep your eyes on Landon Dickerson, Christian Barmore, Deontay Brown, and possibly maybe Dylan Moses comes off the board on tonight. As we get those updates, we'll be getting those to you. But before we go to the phone lines to take your calls, got a couple of super chats here. How about Jimmy Clay? Boom, baby. Bam, baby. Jimmy the bad man, Clay, baddest donator in the game. Clay, that $25 donation helping us out here on the show. And we got Cody Tanner McGee. Cody Tanner McGee in here with that $10 donation. Appreciate the love from both of you guys. As always, that daily Super Chat Go, $75 daily Super Chat Go. Appreciate you, the fans, for all that you do. But the call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. That is the number for you to call to let your voice be heard on the show tonight. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. But as you're getting your thoughts together to call in, cool topic right now, and it goes to one Najee Harris. People, Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, they got more than just a running back at the number 24 overall pick last night. They got a man of character. They got a man of integrity. They have. They got a man of toughness, and they got a man of philanthropy. Najee Harris had an emo, he hosted an emotional draft party at the homeless sh- for, 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 for he, had, he hosted an emotional draft party for the children at the homeless shelter that he grew up at as a child in California. Check out the video here uh, from Najee Harris. Yeah. What did that mean to you? Um, you know, it was really emotional for my mom. Um, I, almost as if like she was crying in a way because, like I said, we have a lot of memories here. That was a time in our life when we was really low at, at a point. So, you know, it, it brought back a lot of memories of what we was going through at the time. For me, too. Um, when I walked over there where I used to play at, you know, it brought back a lot of memories when I was little. And just seeing the Richmond Pal across the street brings a lot of memories of, you know, me playing basketball there and uh, leading people there. Um, but, you know, it was it, it was it was an emotional thing for us. So, um, you know, just doing this really um, makes, makes me and, and my family feel a, a lot more better and just giving appreciation to everything. The perfect uh, perseverance story coming there from uh, Najee Harris, going from being, you know, homeless as a child growing up in California, bouncing from house to house, place to place, sleeping in cars, sleeping in homeless shelters, not knowing where his next meal was going to come from, to him being produced as a five-star athlete in the 2017 you know, signing class out of uh, Antioch High School. And he used that motivation to become uh, the all-time leading rusher in the history of the University of Alabama football program, a complete back. And even when Mel Kuyper Jr., the draft expert, said, don't take a running back in the first round. Don't take a running back in the first round. Not worth it. Not worth it. The Pittsburgh Steelers said, bump that. We're taking Najee Harris. He's the best guy on this board right now at number 24 overall. And he did that. He, he did that. So uh, very proud of Najee Harris. But as of right now, as we look at tonight, 
the second and third rounds of the NFL draft happening right now. Now, for the second round, keep your eyes on Christian Barmore. He should come off the board early tonight in the second round. Then the Dickerson should come off the board early tonight. Deontay Brown could come off the board in the second round, but I have him more so slated towards third round. Now, somebody could reach. Somebody could reach and take Deontay Brown. I mean, as much as we regard him for his run blocking he did not give up a sack as a pass protector in his career for the crimson tide so it's very possible somebody could reach here late in the second round to take cornbread brown and then dylan moses i more so had him slotted for the fourth round but once again somebody could reach in the third round and take him and they could see some good value coming off that. Remember, Bama has had some guys that entered the draft coming off of injuries. When you look at guys like uh, Eddie Jackson, Kenyon Drake, you know, among others that entered the draft with injuries, Tua Tagovailoa as well, even though Tua went first round. You had the other guys that dropped in the draft, third, fourth round, but still were able to produce, still were able to succeed, still were able to have success. So. Best wishes to uh, Christian Barmore and Landon Dickerson, Deontay Brown, and uh, Dylan Moses on this evening. Rounds two and three happening right now on the ESPN family of networks. Got to shout out Jimmy Clay again. That $25 donation right there. Jimmy Clay again, that $25 donation. Appreciate that right there. People, we are $15 left from the Daily Super Chat Go. I know you can do it. $75 Daily Super Chat Go. We are 15 bucks away from that go. Appreciate Jimmy Clay helping us out once again. We take a break right now, just getting started upon our return. We want to see the 2020 class be successful with Bryce Young. We want to see the 2021 class be, be great also. But it's time for us to take a step back and reflect on just how legendary the 2017 class was in Alabama, how, how much of a leverage it's given Nick Saban. We pay homage to the 2017 class for its draft expertise right after this. know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up, but now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. 
Well, folks, as we're back in from the break of a number one forum for Bama football news, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Night two of the draft has officially started. The second round has kicked off on the ESPN family of networks with the number 33 overall pick. A Georgia player was taken off the board. But keep your eyes tonight in the second round on Christian Barmore, Landon Dickerson, those two definitely, possibly Deontay Brown, possibly Dylan Moses, though I see Dylan more so in that third round. But the second round of the NFL Draft has kicked off. we got a couple of super chats to get to right now. How about Spencer Reveille, our own Spencer Reveille, with that $5 donation. Appreciate the love from him and Jimmy Clay one more time. That $10 donation coming from, coming from Jimmy the Badman Clay. That daily super chat goal of $75 has been met. Appreciate everybody for helping us out here on the show. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, as we're getting updates on the Bama players being selected in the second and third rounds tonight, we will be passing that information on to you as we're all very excited for these young men making a big jump in their lives, becoming multi-millionaires, taking their game to the next level, that being the NFL. But we, we, we go into right now, as much as we are excited about the 2020 signing class that Saban brought into Alabama with Bryce Young leading the way, and we want that group to be successful, and we, and we do. And as much as we want to see the 2021 class be great, the best signing class that Saban has put in on paper, you know, regardless of recruiting metric, what have you, we want those guys to excel. But today is a moment to take a step back and just reflect on how special, how legendary, how dominant, how elite the 2017 signing class was here at the University of Alabama. Nick Saban knew exactly what he was doing when he put that class together a few years back. Like, like he knew exactly what he was doing when he was piecing that group of four- and five-star talent offensively together to have it on the field, to have it dominate, to have it have fun, to have it have, you know, major, major success. And it's the 2017 class that's kind of given Nick Saban this leverage, if you will, when you discuss the NFL draft here. And now in college, these guys were all special in college. I mean, first and foremost, when you look at Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, and Henry Ruggs, just those three receivers change the game of college football. All three of those guys have their names on Alabama football records. All three of those guys were top 15 draft picks, you know, in the NFL. You've got, you know, Judy was a Belitnikoff Award winner, Devontae Smith, the Belitnikoff Award winner, the Heisman winner, the all-time leader receiver in Bama history, the AP Player of the Year. You know, Judy and Smitty, all-American players, rugs, fast, quickness, quickness, acceleration, big-time playmaker in his own right. It was these three that changed Nick Saban's recruiting mindset when you talk about getting a receiver. If you don't get these three, does Jalen Waddle come in the, in the following class in 2018? Probably not. So those three changed the culture when you look at Alabama wide receivers. And then you look at Najee Harris at the running back position. I know when he first came in, in 2017, you know, people kind of had doubts. Is he really this good? Can he really be this great? 
Can he be dynamic? He started off his career kind of tiptoeing and dancing around and not really hitting the hole and not really being aggressive. But the moment that Sean Alexander got his hands on him and other people got their hands on him to coach him up, I mean, the young man became uh, the school's all-time leading rusher, 3,843 rushing yards, 46 touchdowns, just a complete, complete, complete back, can run between the tackles, can bounce plays outside, he's got incredible athleticism, catching passes on the backfield, and here's a young man that Doak Walker Award winner, a Heisman finalist, unanimous All-American, first-team All-SEC. You know, everything you name, he pretty much was in the running for it as a running back. And then you look at just the two offensive linemen, Jedrick Wills and Alex Netherwood, both taken in the top 20 of, a, of, of, of consecutive drafts here. Jedrick Wills was taken number 10 overall by the Browns in 2020. Of course, Alex Netherwood taken number 17 last night in the first round. Both guys, All-American players. Both guys, um, you know, helped Alabama win you know, Joe Moore Awards. And, um, of course, you know, both guys helping Alabama win national championships. So you got both of those offensive linemen right there. And then the two quarterbacks, Mac Jones, Tua Tagovailoa, giving Nick Saban, giving their head coach, popping out two first-round quarterbacks in back-to-back drafts. And uh, once again, you know, the narrative prior to this has always been, you know, Bama doesn't produce a first-round pick quarterback under Nick Saban. You know, quarterbacks don't go in the first round in Alabama under Nick Saban. And now Saban's got two of them back-to-back in consecutive drafts. So this 2017 class, as dynamic as it was on the field, two national championships, players getting individual awards and accolades, Look at what it did in terms of the draft. Eight players, eight players selected in the first round of a draft. And six of the eight, we're talking about top 15. Of the eight players, you're looking at Tua, Mack, Ruggs, Judy, Smith, I mean, uh, Netherwood, Jedrick Wills, Najee Harris, all of these guys taken in the first round of the NFL draft. That's special. 2017 class, that is special. Nick Saban knew what he had coming in uh, during that time. Uh, Those guys knew the pressure and the expectations that were going to be thrusted upon them. Uh, They excelled. They exceeded those expectations in college. And to see, you know, eight of those guys become first-round picks, just uh, outstanding, phenomenal, incredible. And uh, once again, you look at the 20 19 signing class is going, I want to be in the first round. I mean, just at wide receiver alone, just at wide receiver alone, John Metchie's thinking, okay, Nick has put Judy in the first round, Smitty in the first round, Ruggs in the first round, Waddle in the first round, and Saban's looking at me as the next guy that can go in the first round. I got to have myself ready. When you look at uh, Brian Robinson, who also came in the 2017 class, he's looking like, okay, Najee went in the first round. Next year's going to be my time, so i got to be ready. You look at these offensive linemen that are in Alabama, Evan Neal, you know, guys like Evan Neal, guys like Emil Echior, you know, young guys like the Brockamar boys, J.C. Latham, they look at this as Saban has put our guys, Jedrick Will and 
Jedrick Wills and Alex Netherwood in here at some point. We're going to get in that first round. You look at the quarterback position. You know, Bryce Young sees okay. You know, Tua went in the first round. Mack went in the first round. There's a possibility in the future, you know, me being Bryce Young, I can go in the first round. So that 2017 class has set the bar high. It has raised expectations. And as much as we want to see the last two signing classes that have come in here do well, pop out success, be dominant, it is time to seriously take a breath, take a step back, pay homage, pay respect to this 2017 class because it has really laid the foundation. It has really laid the groundwork for Alabama, and it has made Nick Saban a very proud head coach and a very proud father figure indeed because they came in, they bought into the process, they handled responsibility, and they have moved on to be first-round picks at the next level. Take your hat off to this 2017 class. They did their thing. We go to a break right now, folks. But don't touch that dial because upon our return, we get back into a, to a dialogue, a conversation with you, the Tide Nation, right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. As we are back in from the break, folks, back in from the break on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show, number one forum for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Round number two of the NFL Draft happening right now on the ESPN family of networks. As always, once the Bama players get called up, we will be getting you those updates and providing you with that information. But before we get back into your phone calls, call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. Got to remind you of MyBookie.ag, sponsored the TDA. MyBookie.ag, you feeling lucky, you feeling fortunate, you feel like you got the skills to pay the bills when it comes to wagering on these Alabama football games, or any football games for that matter. You check out our guys at MyBookie.ag. You make the right play. And sign up today. And when you do, you use the promo code TD Alabama to get your deposit matched halfway. That's all the way up to a thousand bucks. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. You cannot beat it. Check out our guys at mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag. Sponsor that a TD Alabama. But 
We go to the phone lines here to take your calls, 205-448-1358. That is the number to let your voice be heard on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. But before we take your calls here to the topic, Alabama set another record last night. It did not only tied the 2004 Miami Hurricanes, but in terms of of the wide receiver position, the Crimson Tide became the first program in the in the common draft era to have multiple receivers taken in the first round in back-to-back drafts or in consecutive drafts. In 2020, Alabama had Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs both go in the first round. And on last night, it had Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddle go in the first round. And this just says it right here. Alabama is wide receiver you book it put it on the board I don't care what LSU says what Florida says what no other programs have to say Alabama wide receiver you since 2011 seven wide receivers have been taken in the first round from the Crimson Tide when you discuss Julio Jones Amari Cooper Calvin Ridley Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, seven guys taken in that first round. And like I said, this is huge hope for John Metchie because according to Nick Saban, he's the next one on the rise to potentially be a first-round pick. Now, he's going to continue to get better, get his hands tighter, be more consistent catching the football on a daily basis, on an every-game basis, as he's going to be the one being the number one receiver there in the room, but Metchie's got a lot of potential, but it's awesome here seeing, you know, the Crimson Tide getting uh, multiple wide receivers taken in the first round in consecutive drafts, consecutive venues, and what's crazy is people, it's it's almost unholy, it's almost unfair. At one point in time, you know, 2018, you know, Alabama in 2018, you had, in 2019, you had Waddle, Ruggs, Judy Smith and uh, yeah, yeah, Waddle Ruggs, Judy and Smith. You, you had all four of them in here. All four of those guys in here at the same time. They all were different types of players. They had different traits. They had different characteristics. They had different skill sets. But just the amount of fun that all four of those guys had. I mean, Jerry Judy would juke you to bits. <laughs> you had, you know, Henry Ruggs would just speed past you. And then you had Jalen Water with the quickness and the versatility that would just be lightning, wowing, magic in a bottle. You couldn't pee when Jalen Water had the ball because if you tried to go pee, you would miss greatness on the field. And then Devontae Smith was just the effortless, smooth, clean, crisp, prototype technician of a route runner at wide receiver who could also you know beat you down the field with speed just a tough competitive nature of him to make those contested catches he would also take all 170 pounds of him and block you out of the picture if he so needed to do this so I mean this group at wide receiver changed the game changed the culture changed the dynamic of offense here for the crimson tide so congratulations to the university of alabama adding more reason why it is wide receiver you getting the uh, setting history in the common draft era having multiple receivers taken 
in the first round of consecutive drafts. But we take another break here on the show. Don't touch that down. We're just get we're just continuing the conversation of tie football. Upon our return, I will give my first round draft grades. I will grade the draft fits of the six Bama players that went in the first round on last night. Don't touch that down. We're coming back. We're coming back to in my own words. you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. Well, folks, as we're back in from the break, I guess the Philadelphia Eagles appreciated the perfect cartwheels that Landon Dickerson did at Bama's Pro Day because with the number 37 overall pick in the second round of the draft, the Philadelphia Eagles, the city of brotherly love, has taken LD, Landon Dickerson. So Dickerson joins Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith with the Philadelphia Eagles. Congratulations to Dickerson, very proud of that young man. So continue to keep your eyes here on Christian Barmore, Deontay Brown, and possibly Dylan Moses coming up here. But Landon Dickerson off the board, number 37 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles, linking back up with Jalen Hurts and one Devontae Smith. But we come back in from the break here, Before we get to the final topic of conversation, got to remind you of TDAware.com. That is TDAware.com. So for all of you fans still overjoyed with the Crimson Tides National Championship, we want you to check out our championship collection merch. Now, this means you grab you an 18 of them things, folk hoodie, T-shirt or sweatshirt, as well as our Got 18 We Do shirts. Designs that feature all 18 national championship years on the back of those shirts. You head on over to TDAware.com. Do it right now. TDAware.com. And you click on the championship collection merch tab. You get you those shirts, those hoodies, that gear today. Show them that support for Coach Saban. The University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at TDA. Man, I'm so happy. Landon Dickerson is off the board. Yes! Number 37 overall, LD to the Eagles. But we're going to go now to final topic of conversation. I'm going to I'm gonna grade the draft fits from the six first-rounders that were taken off the board on last night. So here we go. Draft fits right now. 
Number one, Jalen Waddle. Number six overall to the Miami Dolphins. I give this an A. This is an A fit. Miami needed a speedy, fast, versatile, instant offense at wide receiver. It gets it with Jalen Waddle. Tua Tagovailoa was overjoyed when the pick came in, and he found that it was his former Bama teammate in Waddle. And here's a guy that can take the top off a of defense. He can take a 5- to 10-yard pass and turn it into a 90-95-yard to touchdown run to the house. He can be able uh, – Waddle will help Tua stretch the field offensively. If you're on special teams, we know what Mr. Waddle is capable of doing. So this was an A fit for me. Waddle to the Dolphins at number six overall. Moving on down now to Patrick Sertan, the second at number nine overall to the uh, Denver Broncos. I give this a B-plus fit. Now, I would have much rather have seen Sertan go to the Cowboys. I wanted the Cowboys to get him, to put him back with Trayvon Diggs and make that Cowboys secondary really nasty there, really formidable there, but... The, the, the Broncos a good fit nonetheless because two Florida boys are back together when you discuss Sertan and Jerry Judy. And both of these two will help make each other better. Also, when you discuss Kareem Jackson is still with the Broncos, another former Alabama defensive back. He will help the development. He will help the growth. He will help the process and the progress of one Sertan as he settles in there to the Denver Broncos in the AFC West. So though I would have much rather have seen the Cowboys make this move, I give it a B-plus fit for the Denver Broncos. We move on now to the number 10 overall pick where the Philadelphia Eagles traded with the Dallas Cowboys in the top 10 to grab Devontae the Slim Reaper Smith to put with Jalen Hurts. I'm giving this an A fit. This is an A fit for me. Philly traded up to get its guy at wide receiver, giving Jalen Hurts somebody of whom he's comfortable with, he's familiar with, he can make big plays with. Keep in mind, in 2017, Jalen Hurts hit Devontae Smith on a 10-yard slant pattern for Alabama against Mississippi State. Smith broke the play and went for a 26-yard game-winning touchdown Helping Alabama win 31-24 at Davis Wade Stadium in Starkville, Mississippi. And that was the play, Jalen to Smitty, that sparked up Smitty's uh, game-winning touchdown type of ways throughout his career. So you get these two back together, uh, just like, you know, Tua and Waddle with Hurts and Smitty. We're looking at 10-yard slant routes for touchdowns. We're looking at post patterns. We're looking at goal routes, just finding different ways to get Devontae Smith the ball and let him be free in the open field in that NFC Eastern Division. A fit there for me, Smitty to the Eagles. Moving on down here to the number 15 overall pick where the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick got Tom Brady 2.0, that being one Mac Jones. This is an A fit for me. And the reason why for the first time ever in Bill Belichick's coaching career, and for the first time ever in, in uh, Robert Kraft's career as the owner of a team, the Patriots spent money in the offseason. They went out and got receivers, tight ends, and offensive linemen. 
during the free agent process, brought these guys in, and in drafting Mac Jones, you got somebody that's going to put the ball on the money, lead these receivers down the field with pinpoint accuracy. And like I said before, Bill, uh, Bill Belichick knows there's a sense of urgency in Foxborough. He's got to get that vice grip back on the AFC East. Why? The Buffalo Bills are really good. The Miami Dolphins feel like in year two of Tua, they're going to take that big jump. And the Jets have hitched everything to Zach Wilson. And they believe the young man from BYU can get it done for them. So Bill Belichick got his guy in Mac Jones. He's ready to rock and roll here for the Patriots. This was an A fit for me at number 15 overall. As we move on down here to the number 17 overall pick, where Alex Leatherwood just shocked everybody in the room. I thought he was going to go in the second round. Other people thought he was going to go in the second round. And Mike Mayock, John Gruden, and the Las Vegas Raiders, boy, that, that, that's just the most unorthodox team. Every time other teams say, I don't want this guy. We're not gonna look. We're not gonna look at this guy. We're not gonna take this guy. We're gonna push this guy down. John Gruden goes, hmm. Why are they pushing this dude down? This dude is. This dude has to be good. This dude is gonna be the guy for us. And, and they've done it for a while now. I mean, remember here, you know, in the 2019 draft, everybody said, don't take a running back. Don't take a running back. Don't take a running back. What did John Gruden do? He took Josh Jacobs in the first round in 2019, and that move worked out well for him. And then the 2020, 2020 draft, people kept saying, you don't take Henry Ruggs. You don't take Henry Ruggs. He's just speed. He's just speed. He's just speed. Well, the Raiders are known for speed. Win freaking win, baby. Al Davis rolling over in his grave going, that's the pick we need. And John Gruden went out there and took Henry Ruggs. And now people were saying, you know, Alex Leatherwood, yeah, he's good, but he didn't quite do well at the senior bowl. Second rounder, John Gruden goes, oh, heck no. We're going to take this guy in the first round and did it at pick number 17. To me, this is a B fit. It's, it's a solid fit. It's a B fit for me. He is reunited with Josh the Pinball Jacobs. He is reunited with Kenyon Drake, reunited with... Henry Ruggs the third, as I mentioned. And not only is Leatherwood a really strong run blocker, helped Najee Harris total over 1,000 yards in back-to-back -back seasons, 2019 and 2020. Leatherwood, the Outland Trophy winner for this past season, a unanimous first-team All-American, first-team All-SEC, and also was a big reason as to why Alabama won the Joe Moore Award for the second time in the Saban era. So, I mean, big deal here for Leatherwood, but he can also pass protect, and he will be a big thing keeping Derek Carr off the ground. So, be fit there for me. Alex Netherwood to the Las Vegas Raiders. And then last but not least here, Najee Harris at the number 24 overall pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steel Curtain. This is an A-plus fit. While every other, while all six guys went to strong fits, the right fits for them, I like Najee Harris a bit more than the rest because he's a tough, physical, competitive, fire type of guy. And Najee is going to the toughest, physical, hard-hitting division in the NFL. The AFC North, they hit up there. You talk about the Baltimore Ravens defensive front. You got Marlon Humphrey in the secondary. You look at the Cleveland Browns with Miles Garrett and Mac Wilson over there. 
You look at the Cincinnati Bengals and what they have, the AFC North hard-nosed, cutthroat, hard-hitting division. And Najee Harris goes, yep, take me right there because at 6'2", 230 pounds, I can hit with the best of them. I can hit with the baddest of them. I can run guys over. I can truck them over. I can be physical in between the tackles. I can bounce plays outside. I got the athleticism to be elusive and evasive. I can catch passes out of the backfield. And here's the main thing Najee's going to do. He's going to add some years to Ben Roethlisberger's playing career. <laughs> Because he's going to take some pressure off Big Ben by running the football. But he's going to also take pressure off Big Ben in the passing game. Going back to Najee Harris the last two years. 70 catches for 729 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns at Alabama. So for me, though all of the guys went to good spots, Najee Harris I like a bit better than most because, I mean, going to tough physical competitive division and he want all of that smoke so an a plus fit for me or Najee is concerned number 24 for all to the Steelers but oh man folks the bully from Philly is off the board Christian Barmore number 38 overall to the New England Patriots Barmore joins Mac Jones and Damian Harris and Dante Hightower the bully the big boy from Philadelphia Barmore number 38 overall to the New England Patriots the young brother is off the board appreciate that update there Coming from our own Patrick Dow, writer, reporter for Touchdown Alabama Magazine, and our own John Ivory getting that there on the screen there. So Bar so Dickerson and Barmore went back-to-back -back here in the second round. Dickerson, 37th overall pick, second round Philadelphia Eagles. Barmore right behind him, number 38 overall to the New England Patriots. Keep your eyes still, Deontay Brown and possibly Dylan Moses here as we continue with night two of the NFL draft. But as always, Tide Nation, you want the best in news, notes, information, and material here on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store. If you just so happen to have the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you covered. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. Got you covered right there. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I will return on Monday. Continuing the conversation that is Tide Football. As always, Tide Nation, if you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. Also, if you're trying to be one of the first to cop the new edition, print edition of Touchdown Alabama Magazine that's coming soon, shipping soon, you go ahead right now. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, become a subscriber today. That link in the description. And if you're also trying to get that four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of weownthefourthquarter.com, that link in the description as well. But until next time, folks, husbands love your wives. Wives appreciate value those husbands, children. The weekend is here, but continue doing the right thing, the fun thing, the smart thing, the legitimate thing to not be bored. Get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Protect yourself. 
protect the loved ones around you. Enjoy the NFL draft this weekend. Until next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. See you next time. Spending my own words.